Do you like to be the first name of your sex tape? Well, if you like to be the first to listen to podcasts, you might want to check out our Patreon because now we're offering a brand new membership tier called Name of Your Sex Tape. I couldn't help it, guys. I'm sorry. For five pounds a month, you'll get an ad-free version of our weekly episode on a Tuesday, a full day earlier than its usual release. So you can be the very first to talk about how funny our guest was, how quickly you cracked the case, or how badly I answered a question. Plus, you'll get all the benefits of our regular tier, including our live Zoom records, a special shout out on the podcast, and if you really like to hear us talk, we've got an entire back catalog of extra content. Check it out on patreon.com forward slash drunk women solving crime. Name of your sex tape. Name of your sex tape. Name of your sex tape. Fancy coming along to see Drunk Women Solving Crime live? Ooh, yes please. Why not join us for our monthly London residency at the marvellous Museum of Comedy? We've got monthly shows through to June. Plus, every show is a double header, so you get to see us record not one, but two episodes with two fantastic guests. You can find tickets on our website, drunkwomensolvingcrime.com. Shows are selling out fast, so be quick. Noise. Noise. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Drunk women I'm like, thank you so much for coming. (laughs) You seem really nice. Maybe we can hang out sometime. Hi, guys. We are live at the Museum of Comedy. This is the first show of our new residency here. So thank you so much for coming along. I have to ask one question um, before we start. It's just because I've noticed your shirt says true crime with a twist. of money. <laughs> we, oh, we should. Do. That's so good. That's I love great. it. You've made your own t-shirt. Great. That's fucking wicked. Yeah. Oh, it's so cool. That Truly awesome. never felt so complimented in my life. Like, knowing I'm like, we don't even make those. <laughs> the rest of you do better. Okay. <laughs> There's the bar. Look at you and your floral and solid prints. Man. <laughs> Genuinely, guys, it's so great to be here. So without further ado, I'm going to tell you, what is Drunk Women Solving Crime? Well, this is where loot meets fruit. This is where vault meets salt. And where heist meets iced. That's right, I'm snappy. It's a true crime podcast with a twist of lime. And maybe those were clues about our case tonight. Who knows? It's time to introduce our fantastic guest. She is a comedian and actor. It is Janine Haroni. Janine, Janine. I've had a double gin and tonic backstage and I didn't eat, so... Hooray, hooray. Thank you so much for doing this. Thank you for you doing it. You made the whole thing. (laughs) I can't take it between the t-shirt and that. I mean, for God's sakes, we're literally in a crypt, but I'm in a better mood than I've been in for months. Life life is fucking weird. I have to thank Janine, especially because Janine is getting married in two days? On Friday. 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 
but she's like, yeah, I can squeeze in a podcast recording. So that's... <laughs> Honestly, after lockdown, just any chance to get away from my fiancé. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. I'm, I wish you both very well. Um, Janine, we always ask our guests the same question, and that question is, have you ever been the victim of a crime? I've never been the victim of an actual crime. I once think that I, th- I thwarted a crime. Ooh, Ooh, we will accept that. Okay. <laughs> I, okay, I was once on a, on a date with a man and, uh, when I wasn't engaged. and um, <laughs> Context is important. I was, okay. I was a little bit early. It was a pub, restaurant vibes. And I was a little bit early, so I, I ordered food because I thought I hadn't been on many like Tinder dates. And I thought, oh, you just get food. Don't do that. If you're, <laughs> you are locked into a time period <laughs> if you do that. It was super, super busy as well. So I ordered food, and then he came, and instantly I regretted that I ordered a meal. <laughs> and um, I had to wait until the food came, and then I ate the food so I could leave the date with this man who the whole time I thought, oh, he's going to drug me. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, he was real creepy. And uh, What did you eat? <laughs> legit French onion soup. It was... I know. <laughs> that is the hardest was, thing to slam down. Yeah. Oh my God. That's like yeah. the worst thing I I'm can think sure of. I'm not sure what would have been fast. worse if I had been drugged or if I had just fully eaten the soup, which <laughs> was, I mean, heavy and oh terrible choice all around. God. But... <laughs> But he kept he kept being like he kept being like oh I'll get the next round of drinks but there was no table service so we had to like go to the bar which was down a set of stairs and I just thought like oh no, oh, no. if he gets the drinks that's when he's gonna put the drugs in the drinks <laughs> oh, no. so I bought all the drinks that night oh. but, but then you're leaving your soup unguarded <laughs> <laughs> you're right yeah it was the soup <laughs> that's what tasted terrible but um. So basically, there's, there's a man in London right now who just thinks that this woman fancied him so much that she bought him, I mean, two hours worth of drinks and then didn't sleep with him. Oh, man. And I was broke at the time as well, too. So is that a crime? <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. It's a crime so. against myself, I think. Yeah, thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah, let's get him. <laughs> Do you know what it is? Is It's so telling about the mental process we go through. Like, oh, I could, I could be drugged tonight. Because I know we're joking about it, but it sounds like you really, truly yeah. were afraid of this man. So that's the length you went to. I'm broke, but I will buy all my own drinks. No. I mean, looking back on it now, I don't think he was going to drug me. I just think he had a snaggle tooth and I didn't trust it. <laughs> But, but you can't take that chance. Yeah, you can't take that chance. No. <laughs> Do you know what? As, as a fellow American, I understand. It's tricky. Oh, here we go. <laughs> we have good teeth. We really do. We, we've all got dental coverage, and we just have good teeth. <laughs> they, it never goes well every time I say that to a British audience. <laughs> and I don't stop. It's controversial <laughs> every time. The Brits think that we can laugh at ourselves until it comes to our teeth. <laughs> <laughs> we take that shit very personally. Yeah, or fucking okay. Snickers and Starburst. You're very sensitive <laughs> about several things. <laughs> But just those three, right? Then we're cool. (laughs) Janine, we always ask, if you had the perpetrator here, what would you say? Uh, (laughs) I would talk about his snaggletooth, is that what you said? (laughs) She said sort out your snaggletooth. Oh, Oh, sort out your snaggletooth. Yeah, we're just picking on snaggletooth. And I have a snaggletooth. Sorry, let's not talk about that. (laughs) Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. One of my good friends has a snaggletooth. Is it me? Yeah. (laughs) That's so sweet that I'm your good friend. (laughs) Aww. Female workplace. That was a mixed bag. It was a mixed bag, wasn't it? What would you say to this guy? You probably would never want to see him again. I mean, firstly, I I would apologize because I actually don't think he was up to no good. I think I was just, I I think as women, we're just on high alert. Yeah. All the crimes are against us. So (laughs) I think I was just maybe on too high alert. I was also very hungry as well, as we know, waiting for my soup. So, (laughs) So maybe that played into it. I would probably apologize to him. 
But if you apologise to him, it's still going to be backhanded because you go, I'm sorry I thought you were a potential date rapist, but it's because of your tooth. Yeah. I would also give him my bank details and be like, you owe me about like 75 (laughs) quid as well. (laughs) I can't get over the French soup thing. I wish, I know this will never come up on like a pub quiz or anything, but like, what is the worst food you have if you had to eat it as fast as possible? It'd be like, because you have the bread on top, so it's literally just preserving yeah, keep, the lava keeping that soup. heat yeah 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 I've got oh this bread on, on top mm. Mm. it's like oh what it's a crypt <laughs> have you never had French onion soup I'm from the Isle of Wight of course not <laughs> French onion soup on the Isle of Wight we've got Heinz tomato thanks for your time well, it's a, I mean it's a <laughs> but you're like but I <laughs> like you pretty <laughs> so the the, the, the Bread's already in the bowl. Well, it's a crouton. Oh. oh I've, I've heard of it. So by the croutons. time you have it, it's sort of half crispy, half soggy. Okay. It's okay. better than I'm making it sound. And then there's cheese melted over the top. Gruyere, usually. Oh. When it's good, it's amazing. Oh, when it's on a date rape date, oh. not so nice. <laughs> not and I've always the said that. The good thing that. about it, though, was that the cheese crusted at the top kind of created like a seal where he couldn't yeah. put any drugs in the soup. <laughs> So just right before I ate it, I just just blew the top of it. Yeah, yeah. That's a good that's a good life hack. Oh my god! Later, when you see me with like some cheddar on the top of my beer, that's what's, yeah. that's what's going on. It's just safety first, guys. <laughs> Get a, like a slice of sandwich cheese. Oh my god! Also, I really fucking like cheese. cheese. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Oh, yeah, beer think, and cheese. Mm. I could get on board with this initiative. <laughs> Be safe. Use your cheese cap, ladies. <laughs> cheese cap. <laughs> I expect someone to have a cheese cap T-shirt printed by the next time. <laughs> Not you. You've done your work. Okay, guys. Thank you so much, Janine, for sharing that very interesting crime. It took us on a journey. We got to talk about food, which is my favorite thing. I think it's time that we switch gears, though, and solve some true crime. Yes, please. Shall we? Shall we? Do? I'm so. I'm just crumpling my notes. We're so out of practice. We're just too excited to have you here, guys. Thank you. <laughs> Tell his mom's in. No. <laughs> She's not that supportive. Anyway, I. Uh, she is, and she, she is, and she listens. I'm joking, joking, joking. I'm so lucky. My parents don't listen. <laughs> when they figure out the internet, I'm gonna have to do a lot of apologising. <laughs> Uh, guys, we are doing the heist of the century. Ooh. Hmm, I tell all my heists that. <laughs> so my question is, all the heists get called the heist of the century. They really do. So I'm going to ask your first question. What do you think was stolen in this so-called heist of the century? And it's me who answers, is it? <laughs> it's anybody. We, it's we a jump in when you okay. want uh, I'm going to say art. Ooh, art is a art's good, good heist. Yeah, you get a good art I, My first question would be, which century? Oh, very good. Uh-huh. Do you know what I mean? Because if it's like the 11th century, I'd be like, it was a bit of wood. <laughs> or it was, a, it was a piece of rock fashioned into an axe. <laughs> but that's not quite as... <laughs> but, you know, you're coming up, yeah, you're talking... I think, I'm going to go jewellery. That feels kind of... Oh, mm. that is timeless. Okay. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It really is. <laughs> it really is. I also just want to say, the thing they don't tell you about this podcast is when you're drinking, you're really just burping into the mic the whole time. <laughs> So I do apologize to you, Hannah, who's sitting directly next to me. Did you have French onion soup tonight? Because <laughs> it's in the air. Do you know what? It's the worst for our lovely producer, Amanda, who has to cut out those burps later. Thank Amanda, you, Amanda sometimes sends us a little email saying, who is this? And it's literally just a... <laughs> it's always me. Yeah. She'll put together like a best of reel. <laughs> if you want to join our Patreon, you can um, you can hear all those burps. You want to get in on that. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, Taylor's mum. Dear, dear, dear. Uh, Katie? I'm going to go diamond. You're so cute. And you're spot on, baby. Oh. This 
is the Antwerp Diamond Heist, which Ooh. happened in 2003. What? Oh, wow. One of our most modern yeah. cases. If not the most modern. If not the most. <laughs> Just to set the scene, the Antwerp Diamond Center in Belgium is the world capital of the diamond trade. So 84% of all raw diamonds pass through the diamond center at one point. Um, and the district measures about one square mile. There are hundreds of offices, workshops, and even apartments where the diamond traders live. So it's like a nice neighborhood, but how are the schools? <laughs> what is the traffic like? Now, you can imagine it's such a high value square mile that the Belgian police decided to launch their own police force. <gasps> what is that police force called? Diamond Dandy. Nice. Ooh. Very nice. Come back to me. <laughs> I'm going to have a really Diamond good one. Diamond Force. But <laughs> Diamond Force. Very good. Sounds like a... <laughs> I don't want to say. <laughs> I don't want to say what comes into well, my head sometimes. They've got a private police force. or It's just a, it's the same police force, but it's just for this block. It's, got it's a, a dedicated so police like force. it's like homicide, but for diamonds. But yeah, a little like, bit. A little bit. Okay. Yeah. Um, sparkle Force. Sparkle <laughs> Force. <laughs> I knew all your answers would be re better than the, the real answer, but hey. Come on, is there a pun in there, Hannah? Come back to me. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Hannah, you're going to kick yourself. Come on. Oh, no. Has anybody got any ideas? Then we can pretend it was me. You've got an Emmy. I've got a fucking Emmy, I know. Not for diamond writing. Um, <laughs> so diamonds. It's even your bowling oh, team all over again. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Make Goodman. Nice. <laughs> Operation oh, Sparkling. Oh, that's good. The Carrot Cops. Oh. Oh. And that genuinely is my writing partner who I won a Writers Guild Award with. So there thank you. you. We know who the real there talent is. <laughs> Fantastic. We'll be cutting you out, Sasha. And uh, wait there, wait there, everybody react to it. Um, this is a recording. Um, the Carrot Cops. Yay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, thank you. So... I'm a joy to work with. <laughs> oh, my goal tonight was going to be not saying so in between everything. Say it's what gonna you be like. hard. It's not a fucking podcast. It's what we like. So, Jackie Weaver was very scathing about it. <laughs> All right. She really was. The correct answer is the Diamond Squad. Okay. All right. Not as good as my one. No. <laughs> better watch her. <laughs> the gang which pulled off the heist was headed up by a Leonardo Notarbartolo. We'll call him Leo. <laughs> he was a skilled Italian thief who had already infiltrated the Diamond Center. How do you suppose he did that? Wait, wait, I'm sorry. I'm a little mm. drunk. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> the... So the head of the Diamond Force was an ex-thief? No, 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 no. Oh, you're telling us this who did the, the crime? Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Straight up. Okay. Yeah. And it was Leonardo DiCaprio. Yes. I okay. mean, that is what I was thinking. It was DiCaprio. Like, okay. So how did this skilled Italian thief manage to infiltrate the Diamond Setter? Everyone knows him. They're on his side. They trust him. How did he do it? <gasps> um, he brought them pizza. I he was brought just them say. pizza. Oh. Hmm. Okay. It's a little racist, Katie, but uh, <laughs> you know, I, guess, I guess in the edit it'll come out okay. <laughs> <laughs> Hannah, do you have anything that's um, less offensive? <laughs> well, I very much doubt it, but let's see. Um, was he, maybe, because I, I like it when this happens, was he, like, married to the CEO of the company or something? So ah. he was, like, the guy that was around going, like, hey, I'm Julie's husband. You okay? You got anything I can steal? That kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. I think okay. he didn't work there, but he was, he was closely related to someone that did. Okay. Mm. Solid guess. Solid guess. We have pizza. We have marriage. Janine, what are you going to bring to the table? All right, all right. He's on a moped. Uh-huh. <laughs> Katie! <laughs> you can get around easy in those things. You can, you can weave in and out of traffic. Mm. Boom, he's in the middle. Done. Next question. <laughs> That's well, what I know about Italians. Pizza and mopeds. And I actually don't think they call them mopeds. <laughs> 
What are v- they? Vespa. Vespa. Mm. Got it. Mm. We could edit me saying Vespa into that sentence. Could we? <laughs> no, it's all good. He it's was all on good. a Vespa. Yeah. Basically, what Leo did is he rented an apartment in the Diamond District and he posed as a diamond dealer. Now, the only way he was able to do this is that he already had a bit of money. Again, he was a skilled thief. So he started doing cash transactions with small gems until everyone had seen him around and they trusted him. Most importantly, though, he rented one of the safe deposit boxes in the vault. (laughs) Now, the vault... (laughs) The vault that housed all the diamonds and lots of other goodies, by the way, uh, was situated two floors underground. Uh, the vault door is exactly what you're picturing. It's like a foot thick. There's like the wheelie thing to turn it. It's like <laughs> every cliche you have about a vault is there. Um, and at the time, 2003, remember, 10 layers of security, including 24-hour CCTV, a lock with 100 million possible combinations, infrared heat detectors, a seismic sensor, Doppler radar, a magnetic field, and human guards during the day. Sounds less impressive when you end with the humans. (laughs) So were there robot guards at nighttime? (laughs) (laughs) No robot guards. (laughs) Inside the vault was over $100 million worth of valuables. Now this is all locked into hundreds of these safes, which diamond traders have access to during the day. So bear that in mind. As long as you have the right ID, you can go and check out your safe. Okay? Okay? All right. Turn the page. Slick. (laughs) Just going to throw it on the ground. Leo is approached by a corrupt diamond trader who clocked that he was a thief. I guess because of the pizza, probably. He's like, Leo, we're stuffed. Stop it. And then he was like, on the Vespa. That's what a Vespa sounds like, right? Yeah, they're pretty noisy Vespas. Yeah. This guy basically says, Leo you're a thief, I'm on to you, don't worry, I'm not going to tell anybody, but do you think it's possible to break into this vault with all those levels of security I just said? What do you think Leo said to that question? Can you break into this safe? What did he say? (laughs) Yes, from the audience. (laughs) He said, if anyone can, I can. Oh, very good, very good. So he said, yes, I can. Yeah, I feel like it's a bit like making the popular friend, isn't it? It's like... He's come up and he's like, well, I, know what you, I know what you're up to, and it's all right, I'm down. Mm. What do you, of course he's going to say yes, because he's, yeah, he's, he's post, posturing, is that the word? I think so. Thank but you. If he's, <laughs> but if he's posturing, he'd be like, yeah, I could, if only I had, like, a, some lead wool that would help or something. And be like, uh-huh. oh, otherwise I would, but I haven't got any of that. Uh-huh. And he's like, because the one thing a thief wants is lead wool. <laughs> I'm basing this on my knowledge of MacGyver. No, no, um, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> I, I, I mean, everything I know about Italians, I mean, mainly comes from the, the video game Mario. So <laughs> I feel like he was like, no problem. I'm always going in and out of pipes, up and down. I feel like, yeah, he, he was definitely okay, into it. Okay, He actually says, no, it's absolutely oh. impossible. So and that's the end of the case. Thanks, yeah. guys. Thanks for being with us tonight. I hope it's been worth it. Yeah. It's really and, fun. And then they started playing Truth or Dare. <laughs> what he does agree to is to take some surveillance photos inside of the vault, which is obviously illegal. You can't just walk in there with a camera. So my question is, how does he get crystal clear photos of the inside of the vault? What, so if he, he could have like a little secret camera on his tie or something, but then do they have metal detectors or something? Sneaking. I mean, this is 2003. What I remember yeah. of 2003 <laughs> is like my phone could take a picture. It was so grainy. <laughs> <laughs> you could barely make out if it was a person or an animal. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah, it's definitely not a phone. Mm. D- does he say like, I'm from the local newspaper... And we want to do a story. Yeah. Vault oh. inspector. Yeah. <laughs> I am the uh, vault inspector general. <laughs> but maybe, yeah, maybe it's the kind of thing where somebody, because I feel like it would be a professional photographer. And then, so maybe it could be like, oh, we want yeah. to feature your, like, safe, Safes Weekly or something. <laughs> like, is that a magazine? It feels like that's a magazine. Like, I'm so impressed with how good you guys are. Like, I feel like I feel like you guys could really commit a crime and get away with it. You're very all good. of your houses are being robbed. Okay, <laughs> sorry. 
Yeah, yeah. I think it's. I think it's that. I think they've. They've. That's a. That's well, a and, fair guess with a guy who's very good at. Conning. And then they were yeah. just so flattered that they were like, "Well, mm. it's a security risk, but do you really think our vault's cute?" Because okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think exactly that. I will. I will give you a hint. You were definitely onto something. Oh, a little Katie. hidden one in a bow tie. Mm-hmm. That, that sort of thing. That sort of thing. Do you need any like advice on this? I think we know that I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I will accept so, that. So was it a hidden camera? It was. It was oh. hidden in a pen that he put in his pocket. That's kind of cool. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's very like 60s spy caper. Um, so it takes like crystal clear photos. So now they know every security device in place. And he's like, so do you think you can break into it now? And he's like, fuck no, but here are your photos. <laughs> Five months later, this guy, the corrupt dealer, comes and picks him up, takes him to a remote location, and he leads him into something that blows Leo's mind. What do you think that something was? Burning Man. (laughs) It was Burning Man. Is it some sort of pipe situation that leads to the vault? Oh, that's good too. It's not... Not that. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, like a yeah. tunnel? <laughs> we're going Mario Brothers. And yeah. We're doubling down on Mario Brothers. <laughs> I really am, yeah. I mean, there's two of them. Yeah. Well, yeah, like the sewers. <laughs> Drunk women solving crime. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. It's basically an exact replica of the vault. Did you get that right? Well done! (laughs) Well done! It took them five months, but this is such a valuable heist that they built a fucking replica. So he walks in and the whole team is there. This is when the gang forms. And they've all got nicknames. Yes! It's a crack team. We have the genius who specialized in alarm systems, the monster who was an expert lock picker, electrician, mechanic, and he was also huge and kind of scary. So they called him the monster. <laughs> and my personal favorite, the king of keys, who was an elderly man who was one of the best key forgers in the world. And his job was to duplicate the nearly impossible to duplicate foot long vault key. So before you could you get, get in, one of those in Subway, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> they are delicious. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Sorry, I King of Keys, no olives, gross. <laughs> so to get I said so. It's fine. I'm allowed. <clears throat> Don't self-censor. You are allowed. Mm. So they were <laughs> <laughs> And I'm allowed to have a snaggly tooth. <laughs> Before <laughs> That was just so I wouldn't say so again. Before you could get into your safe during the day with your identification, a guard had to open a metal gate that used a foot-long key. Now I'm going to think of Subway the whole time. Leo also insisted on including his old friend, Speedy. (gasps) Speedy from Italy, who basically specialized in being Leo's friend, who maybe shouldn't have been there, but we'll talk about that (laughs) soon. He's a very loyal guy, though. How long did it take from the time the diamond trader first approached Leo to the time of the heist? How much prep? So it's it's five months. Two years. Oh, very very sensitive about that. Nice, nice. I feel like they're taking, if they're going to build a replica, they're going to take their sweet time. Time. Yeah. Okay. Do you know what else they built a replica of? Your vagina. 
Toby does with his own money is up to him. I can't wait till your wedding. <laughs> the structure is interesting. They're getting married and it's very pink. <laughs> It's 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 not no it is of course I'm, what colour would it be? And um, the point is, I've completely forgotten. I'm now just so visualising walking down. You know the what they made a replica of? He said. Oh, uh, it was more of a sister ship of the Titanic. Sorry, I'm just bringing it back to the Titanic. Okay. Because um, they made a sister ship of the Titanic, and that was an exact replica. And some people it think. All, but didn't it also sink? I think it did. Yeah, yeah. It did. an exact, exact replica of the Titanic. Who saw that coming? <laughs> All right, Katie Wilkins, come on. What was my question? What was oh, how question? long? How long? How long? How long? How long? <laughs> so we've got two how years. Long? How long must we sing this oh, song? Oh, okay. How long? Long. Well, they seem fine with delayed gratification. Three years. Three years. And can I just say, like, what did you another say? five months? I just went off on one about the Titanic and my, so and like, my vagina for some reason. Ten <laughs> months. I did that. Ten months in total? Ten months in total. Janine, you are the winner. You're the closest. It was 18 months. Wow. Nice. wow. Pretty fast considering what they had to do. So moving on, there were two things that Leo had to do before they could do the heist. One, get the combination to the vault. Bearing in mind there are 100 million combinations. And two, get the shape of the vault key to the king of keys. <laughs> Love he, that guy. He's just like in my head. He's just, this normal old man. No. And he's just going, oh, I'll help you out, boys. <laughs> yeah, I, just, I love him I already. It, does I he know. die? I feel like he's already no, dead. No, he doesn't die. It's 17 years later, guys. He's dead. Don't get too attached. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, he might, be, he might now, but he doesn't in this. Okay. 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 Um, he kills two birds with one stone. How did he manage to get both the combination to the safe and the shape of this giant vault key? He makes friends with a dentist and he gets that stuff that you make the teeth with and he like makes a little copy of the key and then it dries and he takes that off with him. Um, I don't know how he oh, So you think he, he makes like a mold of it? Yeah. He gets, he gets his hands on it? Yeah. And makes a little thing from the dentist. Yeah. yeah. So that's he, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. He bribes one of the human guards. <gasps> oh! The yes. robots, are, we, as we know, are unbribable. <laughs> That is a really good guess. That's a really good guess. Yeah, I kind of feel like it has to be something human because mm. if he's getting the the, co the code and the key, mm. someone else needs to be in on this. I don't think they've accidentally left both things out in the foyer one day. Well, this is where the... Uh the sort of incompetence of the human guards comes in because they recognized him and knew him so well that they weren't always keeping their eye on the surveillance camera. And he started to study this and pay attention to when they were basically not paying attention. So he manages to put in a tiny surveillance camera right above the vault. And he puts it right next to a light so that if anybody looks up, they're just dazzled by the light and they can't see it. Wow. And then he can see the number they type in. Yeah, so this is projecting footage that they can all look at. Wow. So over a period of weeks, after the guards keen in the code over and over and getting images of the key, they have all the things they need. I mean, it's pretty easy to get an image of that key. It is a foot long. It's <laughs> huge. <laughs> you don't need to zoom in on that picture. <laughs> Can I ask a question? Yeah. Can I have a gin and tonic? <laughs> <laughs> this is basically, I'm realizing, there's, ba there's really only two men in this room. This is essentially like my Hindu, so I'm, I'm going <laughs> to... <laughs> Can That's I get you a drink? Think, <laughs> all right, all right, all right. So while we get that gin and tonic, um, the day before the heist... Can I have a water? <laughs> A uh, glass of wine, I guess. All right. <laughs> Thanks, well, she's mate. taken. Anybody else? Are you guys okay? <laughs> All right. Uh, the day before the heist, Leo also had to temporarily disable the vault's heat and motion sensor. So to picture this, just a small bit of plastic on the wall, um, and he has to disable it, and he uses a common woman's product, sometimes a man's product as well, but primarily a woman's product, to disable it. What do you think that might have been? 
How do you disable a heat sensor? Oh, I couldn't because I'm so hot. Uh. Uh, you're very, it, very I don't generous. know how it's also sometimes a men's part. A diaphragm? Does he put a diaphragm over it? I also don't know what a diaphragm is. Thank you so much for the gin. <laughs> it's a toiletry. Oh! <laughs> I love that. I guess sometimes be a man's product. <laughs> it's a good guess. I mean, is it literally a sanitary towel? No. Okay. Because they would probably notice a big sanitary towel. No, men do not know. I remember, like, when I was a teenager, I always remember, like, I'd leave some toothpaste on the side, and my brother would be like, you left your tampons out! And I'd be like, it's toothpaste! They don't know what they are. So, um, they'd just be like, oh, I guess it's got a new lid. I feel bad for your brother's girlfriend's vagina. (laughs) I mean, so many reasons, but, like, yeah. Thank you. Oh, my God, that... Right after I had my daughter, um, my dad was in town, and he and my husband went to the store to get me some more sanitary towels. Um, but my husband got really nervous, and he walked into Sainsbury, and he's like, where's your mattress pads? <laughs> and they're like, well, they're in the, uh, the bedding section, sir. And he was like, really? <laughs> and then my dad had to go, uh, no, gee, I think they're uh, close to the tampons. <laughs> Oh, that was so oh, adorable. Mattress pad. Oh, no. oh, and my dad is the master of keys as well. <laughs> That's not even the right thing. What are we doing? What's happening? So, so was it like conditioner oh, or something? Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. Are we getting close. closer? You're very close. It is hairspray. Oh! Well nice. done, because he needed something he could spray quickly that would temporarily disable it. Um, so it worked, but they had no idea how long it would hold. <laughs> I just I didn't really know how to pour a pint. Wow. <laughs> I've never seen, just for the people listening at home, oh, yeah. I've never seen a beer like this in my life. <laughs> how did you do it? It's, it's I mean, one-fourth beer and three-fourths <laughs> foam. <laughs> I just thought like it's more of a lad if you haven't a pint glass. <laughs> I mean, you have to drink your way through so much foam to get to any liquid. I've turned half a pint into a pint there. So. Janine, you're so much younger than me, but are you old enough to remember Jello One Two Three? How old are you? What are you saying? Uh, that doesn't do you matter. Think Nobody knows. <laughs> have you heard of Jello One Two Three? No. It was Jello that would separate into layers, and we were all excited. But it's really gross because it's basically just scum on the top, but it sort of looks like that. (laughs) I liked it. So it was hairspray. The night of the heist, guys. It's the night of the heist. Let's do this. The team went to the back of the Diamond Center because that was one of the only spots without video surveillance, which feels a bit slack. Like, (laughs) who's going to go to the back? (laughs) But they did have heat-sensing infrared detectors, which the genius blocked with a homemade polyester shield, which is also what my dress is made out of tonight. (laughs) (laughs) It's really blocking the heat. Everyone, everyone apart from Leo, who was in the getaway car, scrambled up onto a balcony window, which dropped into a stairwell. Question, how did they deal with the security cameras inside? More hairspray? Not a bad guess, Katie. Not a bad guess at all. Is it a toiletry? No. <laughs> no, but it's so a common household a object. Po- okay. Oh. oh. Can you reach my wine? <laughs> oh. this, is, this is you just got a glimpse of me as a really old lady. Can you reach my wine? <laughs> <laughs> but if they black the cameras out, then is, is there a security guard watching the cameras on a bunch of monitors? I imagine. Or uh-huh. is this like? footage that would be watched in the event a crime happened. Right. Oh, is it live monitored, is my question. I, yeah, it was 24-hour like, surveillance. Is but it? Sorry. No, go. Email my place. Is it, is it like um, a magnet and it scrambles the signal? <gasps> nice. Very good guess. Thank is you. It, that is a common household object. <laughs> <laughs> but I was going to say, is it something like chewing gum or something? Did they just like chew some gum and put it over the top? <laughs> These are all good guesses. I feel like you... Okay, okay, okay. Brace yourself. (laughs) (laughs) They took a picture of what (gasps) the camera was filming Mm -hmm. and taped it over the camera. (gasps) Yes. 
<laughs> that's great. And that's a household object. Everyone has in their house I a series that. of photographs of a vault in <laughs> Antwerp. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I love it. And they're like, where's Cyril, Cyril the mouse tonight? Because <laughs> he always runs around. And <laughs> yeah. Oh, Cyril. Where? <laughs> Um, they just put black bags over them. Oh! Really quick. Sometimes simple is better. <laughs> uh, they get to the vault. They cover all the cameras. They disable the sensors. And one of the coolest things they did was there was a magnetic field. So it basically picture two metal plates. And if those plates were separated, it would trip an alarm. So what the genius had done was he had built a custom piece of metal that fit exactly in between with double-sided tape. And then he basically unscrewed the mechanism and then he could pull it away without them separating. Okay. All Do of I these sound men. like I'm about to orgasm? I'm like, honestly, I just was I thinking just think all so of hot. these men must have just had huge boners every step of the way. They were just like <laughs> nailing this, boom, boner, nailing that, boom, boner. Yes. So many boners. So many boners. Uh, I am wondering what the monster is doing in all this, though. Oh, Janine, the monster is coming up. The monster is coming up. But apparently when the cops came to the scene, like, they just came upon this little structure and the magnetic yeah. thing, and they were just like, yeah, fair play. <laughs> Do you think they were That's like... That's fucking awesome. Then all the cops got boners. It was crazy. <laughs> you know, like, A Belgian boner. <laughs> Sounds delicious. It's also available at Subway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like, also, the only time I've ever heard of sticky back plastic being used Not is Lupita, right? Like, I feel like it, fe- it feels quite kids' TV, the sticky back plastic. I know. It, it's all very like... <laughs> but the bone is not so much, but like... The <laughs> Things get more difficult when they go inside the vault. Why do you think that is? Couldn't what? fit in the door, all the boners. <laughs> One foot key. <laughs> oh, man, I've seen so many heist movies, but I've never seen that. So, like, we could be onto something here. Oh, my. Oh, I didn't know if it would go this way, but I'm so glad it has. It's what we're all about. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. What would make it more difficult? to do the rest of the work that they had to do in this well, vault. Well, they don't know what the rest of it looks like. They oh, they know everything about oh, it. They've been they practicing do. this for months. They know every inch of but it. But they need all the individual keys to get to all the individual boxes inside the vault. Okay. So the access to the hundreds of yeah. safes. Yeah. Yeah. What was the fair, question fair, again fair. from the beginning? <laughs> what? <laughs> they can get into the vault now. They have what they They're need. They're in the vault, yeah. But it gets a lot more difficult. Why do you think? There are deterrents in the vault. <gasps> Fake diamonds. Oh, my God. Like Indiana Jones. Oh, yes. no, you didn't mean that. I know, but, but yeah. <laughs> One of the chalices. He never should have taken that sand out. That and always pisses me off. There's a boulder and some mm. arrows flying across the... Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There then, are more deterrents in there. Oh. There are. Uh, but there's another reason. Hannah, any <gasps> ideas? Do you think it's a bit like this is very, very personal to me, but my local co-op has changed formation recently and it is blowing my mind. <laughs> I don't know where the fuck the milk is. I used to have a system. I'd go in. I knew where everything was. But they've redone it. So have they re- literally, they could have redone the vault, right? Like they've just... Hi, welcome to the new vault. We've refurbished it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we think it's a lot more accessible now. It's really nice. Um... Basically, they had to do it in the dark. So up until now, they have some lights, but there's a light sensor inside the vault, so they can't have any light in there. But they've been practicing this for so long that the monster knows exactly... (laughs) Here comes the monster. Oh, my God. He knows exactly how many steps he has to take to reach up to the ceiling to disable another sensor system, which is the, like, laser things. Some of the words I didn't write down. Red laser, Catherine Zeta-Jones going under them. Yeah, I that was kind picturing entrapment. Entrapment. I couldn't remember what that was yeah. called. What a scene. I wish I could. I can't bend my back like that at all. <laughs> so he walks 11 steps into the middle of the room, reaches up. Now, he can't just cut 
the wires to disable these laser sensors. Sure. No. That wouldn't be cinematic. Because that will trip it. He has to know which one to whittle through. Again, in the dark, just reaching up. He has to be able to peel off all the plastic and then put another wire in there to bypass the system. Wow. Monster. Well, I've got a boner. I don't know about anyone else. But that's some incredible electronics. I... <laughs> I like to think that at this point, the yeah. monster turns towards the genius and says, who's the genius now, bitch? <laughs> Very good. But we don't really know. I'm um, so impressed right now. I mean, like, I can't turn, I can't figure out how to turn my TV on between the two remotes I have. <laughs> so I'm, uh, okay, carry on. It's impressive. <laughs> I also genuinely would never work this hard for anything. Yeah. Like, I don't even think $100 million would be enough for me to have to study this hard for 18 months. Like, I wouldn't want to retrace my... I'd be like, guys, I'm bored. I'm out. (laughs) And they'd call her the slacker. (laughs) So they're in. They drill as many safes as they can. They make handmade drills. (laughs) With them bonus. (laughs) (laughs) It's just just a bit of fun. So I took what you said. I ran with it. So there's, there's hundreds of safes, so this takes hours, and also they're in the dark, and the only light they would use is just a brief flash so they knew where to put the drill bit. When they were taking a <laughs> selfie. <laughs> um, so the flash doesn't set off the sensors? No, no. And he can't disable that so they can have lights. He's not that much of a genius. No, I, th- I guess they realized that there was no way to... Uh, wow, that's a I'm big the, insult I'm, for a guy I'm that's the, done a lot of work. I'm, I'm the killjoy at the... Uh, <laughs> It takes hours. Just before 5.30 a.m., they get as much of the loot as they can into Leo's car. They drive away. They meet up in their usual apartment. When they unload all the loot, I love saying loot. (laughs) Such a great word. Uh, There's something unusual about all these satchels. What do you think is unusual? Oh, they're fake. These are decoys. (gasps) Oh, they're empty. Someone's switcherooed on them. One of them is a traitor. (gasps) Katie. (gasps) Yeah. Katie's right. I'm not even going to ask the other people. There's a a heist inside a heist. There's a heist inside the heist, at least according to Leo. I shall explain. Less than half of it does have some diamonds, but it's so much less than they thought. It's only like three million per person. (laughs) (laughs) this is what I mean this is why I wouldn't want to work that hard because I'd be like oh that's not what I worked for (laughs) it's supposed to be a hundred million I can only buy two swimming pools (laughs) how big are your swimming pools (laughs) Jesus Christ uh, I know you live in a fancy area of London but fuck me (laughs) Um, (laughs) I mean I'll google it before I they they realize they realize that the uh, the dodgy diamond trader has one upped them. What do you think the scam was? Wait, the dodgy diamond trader is the guy that said orchestrated all of this, got the team, built the vault. The okay. Yep. So he's one upped them. Yeah. So what could the scam be? Oh, here she goes. Oh, come on. Okay. Here she goes. Okay. I think that he did like his own heist the night before and took everything out. Okay. But I don't know how he would do that actually thinking about it because he's not he the human security guys. guard, is he? He's framing them. So he stole a bunch of their shit and is framing them. He needed... He's you know, a full guy. He's there. They're the f- no, this doesn't make sense. <laughs> Can I get another gin and tonic? <laughs> Could you actually reach my wine again? <laughs> Sometimes I'm polite. This is like being at home with my mum. <laughs> she doesn't ask nice. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> this has never been proved, but what Leo and the gang, Leo and the gang figure is that this was part of a bigger insurance scheme. So they give a heads up to every dodgy diamond <gasps> trader they could find uh. to remove all their valuables in the oh, weeks before. Oh, but they still get the insurance money. They still get the insurance money. Oh, rich people got more oh money. This God. is brilliant. So he gets all a the cut way of to that. the top. Yeah. Here's the thing. No one knows if this guy even exists, the dodgy diamond trader. This is all from Leo. <gasps> this is Leo telling the story like six years later. He did this really cool interview in Wired. Read it. It's fun. So There's did so he many details. go to prison and stuff? He did. He did. But before that happens, let's find out how they fuck this up. <laughs> Who do you think fucks it up? Oh, Can you remember? Keys. Oh, 
Is it the king of keys? I Don't ju- let it be him. <laughs> I just needed a quick poo-poo. Can you remember? <laughs> Speedy. Speedy. Oh, oh, the loyal friend you didn't shake off from high school. Yeah, and fucking Speedy, by the way, does nothing during this entire heist. Like, it's like the monster, then the genius. and like, Oh, it oh, sounds he's like he's like, doing quite a lot of speed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Speedy has an anxiety problem. It's really very it's a pretty sweet. insensitive nickname if that's the case. <laughs> well, everyone splits up the stuff even though they've been had because there's still some they split up, but Leo and Speedy have to get rid of evidence and it's mostly rubbish from this apartment where they've been meeting up and they get on the motorway together and Speedy starts having a panic attack. And uh, what do you think they do with the evidence? So there's documents and rubbish and just, they've basically just cleared out the apartment. What, they just throw it on the side of the road? (laughs) Up their butts. Come on, (laughs) what is it? (laughs) That's two foot up their butts. (laughs) Katie, what do you think? They eat it. They basically throw it on the side of the road. Oh, it's a little bit better than that. Their butts were there the whole time. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's crazy when something this well thought out and practiced falls apart like this. But they speedy panics. He pulls over and he's like, "I can't drive with this anymore. We have to get rid of it. Look, there's a clearing. No one's gonna go here. They go deep into the woods. Where were they supposed to put it? Sorry." To interrupt. I don't know. I don't know what their plan was. Right. I can't remember if he says in the in the interview. I, where's I don't a think he good does. place to put that? Like well, anywhere, but just dumped in the woods. <laughs> like, even I know that. Like just burn like, it at least. Or like a fire. Put it in a fire. Exactly. Like surely. Yeah. So we can't he take just... butts off the shelf here. Like <laughs> butts are still on the table. <laughs> yeah, that is still a missed opportunity. <laughs> um. Yeah, so they assume that this is an area that nobody goes to, but the person that owns this land um, loves to complain to the police about all the rubbish that people don't. And they've always ignored the guy until now, until they're like, he's like, I have a receipt for a surveillance camera, if that's of any interest. And they're like, fuck. So the police go to the site. And it's really sloppy, guys. There's receipts from the stuff they bought, but the thing that links Leo... Um, is a half-eaten salami sandwich. Oh, oh my Subway. God, it was a Subway sandwich all along. Full circle. He should have gotten the six-inch. He can't handle the foot long. So it, like, how does the sandwich link him, sorry? DNA. DNA, yeah. But oh, I thought it was just like Italian's love. His mouth, his, the saliva. Oh, right. They analyze a half eaten sandwich yeah. in a wood. Yeah. And they can successfully extract Absolutely. his DNA. Yes. Also, who, yes. Keeps, who keeps receipts like they're going to like claim it back against tax? <laughs> like, why have you got a fucking receipt, you dickheads? Yeah. It's a bit weird, isn't it? It is tax deductible. Yeah, I guess it is. I guess it is. It's for work. Yeah. <laughs> He's going to talk about it on a podcast, so it's officially. Yeah. <laughs> so, I love that. Last year, you were you were twenty five thousand uh, pounds. This year, it was it was ninety million. What's happened there? <laughs> they all go down for the crime. No surprise. Leo does ten years. The other guys wow. do five. But there is one guy who gets away. King of Keys. Is it the King of Keys? It's the King of Keys. Presumably living happy somewhere with his three million. Yeah, do they have to give got away scot free? So hardly any of the diamonds were found. Some of them were. Um, So that's sort of a mystery too. Did they? I think Leo's been released now. Yes, he has. Um, Okay. We love you, Leo. Don't come after us or anything. (laughs) You're a great guy. Here's what I'm thinking. Hmm. King of Keys was the dodgy diamond dealer all along in disguise. Nice boy. Like Can one I of those Scooby-Doo things. <laughs> <laughs> another gin and tonic. Um, so, listen, we got to wrap it up because I want to do our listener crime, but here's to rhinestones because they cause a lot less problems, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Cheers. Okay. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for all of your listener crimes. There was one that rather jumped out at us because of its... 
Well, because of its content, believe it or not. Um, because of what it said and how that made us feel. Um, could we get John Shortland up here, please? John! Woo! Hey, John! I won't, I'm not even going to read anything because I want you to tell the tale. Are you the king of keys? I'm joking, you're way too young. Welcome, John! I used to run a cricket club um, for my local village, mm. and not a very successful one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> look at me. <laughs> um, that is so we, English. What you <laughs> <laughs> like, not just the cricket club, but like, oh, it was terrible. <laughs> very bad at my job. Yeah. Um, we all grew old together, and we wound it up, and we sort of lost track of quite a few of the people who used to play for us over the years. But, okay. Uh, a few years ago, we came across a news article which involved one of our former players mm-hmm. who had been arrested and charged and found guilty of murder. <gasps> Whoa. Boy. And I now look at the rest of my team and I'm thinking, <laughs> what the hell have you lot done? <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. Wow. Who did he murder? He murdered a bookseller. Wow. <laughs> As you do. <laughs> he was. He'd made a list. He'd fallen on hard times after he'd finished playing cricket. Obviously, that <laughs> kept him going during some years. But after a while, he um, he was made redundant from his firm. He <gasps> lost all his money to a scammer from his redundancy payout. <gasps> okay. No. And instead of doing the normal thing, whatever that might be, he made a list of people he might murder and steal things from. Oh, <gasps> my God. Goodness. Uh, and that list included people like Simon Cowell. Um, oh! Wow. It was w- one Joke man, one redacted. man applauded in the audience. <laughs> but he, he chose as his first victim a, a second-hand bookseller, and oh. he wanted to steal a first edition of The Wind in the Willows. Oh, my God. Wow. He, he is therefore known as The Wind in the Willows Murderer. Jesus. <gasps> He, there is apparently, I've not seen it, a TV program about this. Uh-huh, I'm sure there is. Oh. <laughs> wow. wow. And see, I found the wind in the willows pretty slow. So. <laughs> <laughs> Worth it? I don't know. Wowzers. Um, do you guys have any questions? <laughs> I have only questions. <laughs> Were any of the cricket team on the list? Did you ever see no. the list? Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Great question. Yeah. Very good question. We did check, yes. <laughs> None of us are wealthy enough, no. <laughs> oh, I'd be so pissed off if my friend had a murder list. I would not know. I'd be like, I'm sorry, bitch, what? <laughs> okay. Wow. I thought it was... It was uh, on the note, if I can just say, you, you said it's made it difficult for you to trust anyone. And now that I've heard the story, <laughs> I can't blame you. Like, yeah. so that must be crazy. What, what was he like? Was he, he was, was he good at cricket? I don't know. <laughs> Janine's willing to let him off. She really <laughs> likes cricket. So. It was the first thing I did, actually, when I heard about this. I went back to check the averages to see. <laughs> <laughs> Did you really? I did. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It was my job to keep the averages. It was quite easy. Um, No, he was not a good cricketer. He averaged 6.87. 6.87. Wow. (laughs) I guess we should have seen it coming then. No, 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 no. To be fair, I only averaged 5.2. Everybody put cheese on your beer. I'm worried. (laughs) John, thank you very much. Thank you, John. Get your prize. Thank you. And that concludes a very English murder. <laughs> we have just enough time to ask Janine, what do you have going on besides marriage and shit? What would you like to plug? Uh, I have uh, I have a stand-up special that's coming out on Amazon Prime. Oh, very nice. In September, I think. Uh, and I'm, I'm in a I'll be in a sitcom that's coming out August 5th, which I think is before this podcast goes out. Yeah. So, yeah, but end of the month, so... Yeah, so... What's it, the sitcom? It, it's called Buffering. It's on ITV2. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> what is the special called? 
<laughs> French uh, onion. It's called <laughs> It's called Stand Up with Janine Haroni. Please remain seated. Nice. Hey. Guys, it's been such a pleasure to be back with you live. Just yes. to let you know, the bar is still open, so if you'd like to get some more drinks, please feel free. And big round of applause for Janine. Drunk Women Solving Crime, and we love you! Thank you! Drunk Women Solving Crime is produced by Amanda Redman with music by The Lion and the Wolf. You can follow us on Twitter at Drunk Women Pod and on Facebook and Instagram at Drunk Women Solving Crime. And please review us on Apple Podcasts. Also, if you've got a petty crime you want us to solve, then please write it in that review and we'll solve it. Thank you so much to ACAST for hosting us and thank you for listening. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.